Hey, this is Eastlake BBA, and this is our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today. We hope this inspires you. We hope this builds your faith. Enjoy the message. Well, hey, y'all. I'm, I'm Donnie, and I'm a grateful, recovered alcoholic addict, and I'm on too. So, hey, I can speak all, all kinds of things, right? Um, I'm grateful to be here with you tonight. Um, um, we don't have this where I come from. This sitting here and talking BBA and live like this. So my coming here started as a spiritual journey for me to find out what you guys were all about in this community where you're so blessed to have each other. Um, and then I talked to a friend, I talked to a sponsee, and the next thing you know, a whole bunch of us from all over the place come down here to see what you guys are all about and to tell you how grateful I am for you. So before I start, I'm Native American. This is an eagle feather. And this is a feather that was given to my grandpa's dad, who was given to my dad, who was given to me, who I will give to my grandson at my passing. But this has been in teepees, this has been in sweat lodges, this has had many prayers over all kinds of things. In through here, we believe that this is the truth. So at this point, I lay this down, so I'll give you my truth. Um, anyway, for just a minute, I need behind you, you create a mod you do come in right now, just remove all this fear that I have talking in front of a whole people that have the same love for you that I have. Just remove that from me right now. Thank you, God. Um, I'm Donnie. I'm a grateful recovered alcoholic addict, on and on. Um, my topic tonight kind of came from, I have a friend who, who says, never look back. God's got your back. And isn't that what we're not supposed to do, right? Live in the past. So I really like that. But what came to me was on 84, I cease fighting anything and anyone. I cease fighting anything and anyone. So I used that a lot on my trip here. As I went through the airport, I haven't flown since 2009. A lot of stuff's changed since 2009. So I don't know what I'm doing, right? And now to get in this thing and I gotta put my arms up and this air x-ray me and all this yellow stuff shows up. And now I'm looking over there and they got my medicine box and they're really looking at it, trying to figure out what's in there. So I got a concern over there. I don't care about these yellow squares. Well, the, the TSAs were real scared about the yellow squares all over me. So I got this pat down thing and a wipe down thing and a talking to. And, but my response, I, it is not to me, it is not any form of, of racism or bigotry against my culture. What happened to me, it's from ignorance of other cultures and acceptance of other cultures. So today in my world, I take this, I go places, I'm in my Indian community, I'm what's called a fire starter. So I do things like this, I start meetings for natives. So that's why I wanted to come here and find out, because I want to start a BBA meeting in Kansas City. I need this, what's going on here, I need this in my life at home. So thank you guys for being here and showing me how this works. But I cease fighting anything and anyone because God's got my back. So I go through this airport, and I'm doing all this. Okay, first of all, there's the theme song that a country star made for me, and it's called Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off. So um, <laughs> I get to the airport, and I'm all scatterbrained, and I'm all off, and the, what do I look at? Margarita. I'm like, oh, nope, walk past, walk past, walk past. And so, I'm like, okay, keep going. And I finally find my gate, and I finally find this, and I finally find I get on the plane. And it's a wonderful ride. I've never seen country on the West before. So the whole plane out here, I'm just like mesmerized out the window of the beauty and the fullness that God has, has provided for me at that moment. And I'm like, yeah, and then I land. And my goal was, I've talked to God as the sun rose on the East Coast. My end of my spiritual journey was to talk to God as the sun went down on the West Coast. 
I had no idea the hugeness that God is. There's that term in the book that we can't, with our finite mind, figure out what the infinite God is, right? I thought about that term for 13 and a half years. God, God gave me a sobriety date of November 5th of 2008, and that was a God-given thing. He had to kill me that day. I died that day. Um, I, I was sick enough and frail enough that my uh, partner came in and was able to shake me enough to bath, you know, and then I go to the psych ward, all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I, 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 uh, I believe in, in this. And, and this part about, I, I took this all through the airport, this one paragraph. And I mean, and I'm, I, I, people call me a book thumper, call me what you will. But, you know, this is my journey, and that's what the book, my, so I got my book with me, and I got 84 open. <clears throat> She's fighting anything and anywhere, remove the fear, da -da -da, call somebody. I'm like all ten-step in the whole Southwest Airline <laughs> um, the whole time. But that came to my mind because God has my back. God has my everything. He is my everything. But I did not know the power of that until I came to California. Mm. I did not know what it was to stand on what y'all call a hilltop. <laughs> we call them mountains in Missouri. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and y'all's mountains really blow my mind. So, um, but just go to the top of a mountain and watch the sunset was phenomenal. And I mean, I felt God. To watch the sun go down on the water here and to know God did that moment just for me to be close to Him, to come closer to Him and to know Him better. He did that. Who am I? <laughs> I'm just this little Indian girl from Missouri, and you know, I'm like, got nothing. God's got everything. So today, that infinite God, I'm experiencing it, and I'm in, experiencing it in all different kinds of ways. Oh yeah, zip lining and kayaking, and yeah, thinking, and God had my back today in the kayak, because I flipped over, I knew I was drowning. But he just flipped me right back up, put some sisters in the way, pulled me out of the water. Life was good. Um, so all of this um, all, all of this stuff going on this whole time, back and forth. So here I'm in California, right? And I got this money on this bank account I've been saving for this trip, and I'm all good. I didn't know there was some kind of fraud alert on my card till I got here, and it didn't work. I'm in California, got no money. But... God gifted me, and, uh, and He gifted me with rides. He gifted me with a place to stay. Let me tell you about my venture of finding some place to stay in California, because I have family who watch them hacker slasher movies, and they're like, oh, you can't go to California, you get killed. Oh, you can't go, you can't go to California, because literally, I grew up with you may not go to the other side of the ocean side of California because there's going to be an earthquake. It will slide off into the ocean and you will die. Sixty years I have lived with that thought and I've never come to California because of that. Talk about a belief I'm releasing. So, so I'm in California, right? And I'm in this kayak. I'm in the middle of the ocean. S-H-A-R-K, sharks live in the ocean. Well, y'all tell me some of them are friendly. Yeah. In Missouri, S-H-A-R-K means get and run. So I'm trying to be friendly with the friendly sharks and that kind of thing around here. Um, but this is the beauty. Some of them were staying at a, motel, at a hotel that I couldn't afford on my little retirement money. So got on there, found a B&B. &B. Really cute little B&B. And I'm like, okay, so a few months have passed, and now my family's really freaking out because I'm in this B&B, this guy's backyard, and that's really, you know, oh my gosh. So about two weeks before 
before I came, I'm like, I'm kind of getting fearful. You know, I don't know what I'm getting into. So I call a guy. And I'm like, okay, I'm just checking out where you are and that kind of, what's the neighborhood like? And, and I said, would you mind if I had some ladies over for tea and prayer someday while I was here? And he, looked, he said on the phone, he says, are you FOBW, friend of Bill Wilson? I said, yes, sir, I am, 13 and a half years so far. He said, honey, don't, don't drink, don't die, go to meetings, and maybe you'll have 44 years like me or 32 years like my wife. Really, God, you're going to put me in a house of recovery with people. And I mean, and it's been beautiful. It has been beautiful. Um, so that's how, that's how God's been showing up so big right now and all in, in just this little trip. And then when I look back, in my life, and I see where God has shown up big. I was a breech baby. I had the cord around my neck. I was born dead. They brought me back. You know, it's got some kind of reason. I'm an alcoholic, and I put myself into a gastric hemorrhage from drinking so much, right? I'm having a bleed out. If any of you out here are blood donors, I want to thank you right now because it took eight of you to save my life from a gastric hemorrhage from drinking too much. Thank you for being blood donors. Um, so that brought me to death's door also. Um, so three times I've been at death's door and three times for some reason, Creator thinks I need to be here to be a thorn in y'all's side for some reason. And so I'm still here but what he put in my life, uh, in 2008 is when, I, is when God gave me my um, sobriety date. And I sat at the tables of, of regular Alcoholics Anonymous for about three and a half years. And life was pretty good the first couple years. I'm going, I'm doing, life is good. I'm liking not drinking, I'm socializing and carrying on. I like that all. But something happened about three to three and a half years Okay, and I lost it. And so I'm like, okay. I gave a fifth step to my that sponsor and I found out a, uh, something called pillow talk. And she'd give my fifth step to her boyfriend and then it was all over the hall. So then I had that. So I started praying for closed mouth sponsor. I need a closed mouth person, right? And this woman walks into my hall and she, because I'm a home group, we don't do things like bring our big books to meetings. <laughs> Why? But anyway, she has, she brings in her big book. And she opened it up to page 44. And she says, well, I have some information on 44 for a topic. If when you honestly want to, you find you cannot quit entirely. Or if, and, that, and she reads it with a passion and a question that I'm like, wow, what does that mean? I've read that over and over and over. Uh, and that never caught my eye like that. But that's where I identified the first time. I, really, I got this thing called alcoholism. So I'm on, I'm on the, I'm a board member in my town for central office. So it's part of one of my responsibilities to go around. So I go around the next day, 45 miles from my home. Here's this woman. She brings her big book in. And she opens it up, and she's got these, all this writing and this coloring, and I'm, I'm, I love color, so I was very intrigued by the color. And she says the same thing. So the next night, I'm going to another meeting across the state line to another place, 30 miles. Here she is again. So in our native culture, when things happen four times, you pay attention to them. Think four seasons, four directions, things happen in fours. So the fourth night, I'm still praying, where's this woman? And here she is again, and I wind up being at her home group, and it happened to be the only BBA group in town. And I didn't know what I walked into. And I felt a depth and weight and God in that room from these people talking about this book and turning statements into questions and finding out truths about themselves. And I'm like, I asked her. So this is, she didn't really want to work with me. So uh, she had a full plate. <clears throat> so she says, all right, you get a big book, you start on a blank page, because that's all you know right now, and you read as fast as you can to page 164. If you got a question, put a post-it note on there, blah, blah, blah. I did, I read it in 10 hours. 
And I called her the next day. And she's like, really? And so she quizzed me. And on this page, what did you find out on that page? Or this? And I answered her question. She's like, okay. The only time I have available on my schedule is 4.30 on Thursday mornings and I'll meet you at Panera Bread. And it was 45 miles from my house. And I'm like, and I was there every Thursday morning at 4.30 on time. By the first scene, I knew what kind of coffee she drank, so it was on the table when she got there. After about three months, she said, honey, I'm really tired of getting up this early. Can we make a later date? I said, thank you, God. Yeah. So that was my introduction to BBA. And, I, and how we did it in Missouri then is we didn't have a workbook. We were not allowed. We didn't know what this workbook thing was. So whatever was in your sponsor's book is what you wrote in your book. Thank you. Um, and that's how we passed the message on. And then the pandemic happens. It was awful, and it was good for this little gal who needs a BBA meeting. It, it was good. Zoom was good for me. And it introduced me to all of you, and I heard about live BBA meetings and all the stuff and all the wonderful things you do. So God had me. God had me then. And he had me so big that it wasn't just regular Zoom meetings. It was BBA Zoom meetings. Thank you, BBA, for having Zoom meetings because you are helping suffering people all over the world and you don't even realize what you're doing with this. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. Um, so that's how I found out about you guys and that there's really a community of you and that you really do this thing all the time. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the work that you've done all these years in this community to keep this process alive so that I don't have to suffer today. Because God's so big. He's not got my back. He's got y'all's back. He's got everything. Because God is everything for me today. Um, another thing that happens to me a lot since I've been here, that is a spiritual awakening experience. I, I can't even describe what it is. We believe that if you find a feather that's not in the proper place, that it's a blessing from someone, and they're blessing you, and they're going to bring you good stuff. I'm standing in the ocean just enjoying. A feather floats up and lands on my foot my first day here. Mm. That was big. And I've been finding feathers all over this town, all in places. For me, they shouldn't be. For y'all, you're probably like, that's a seagull thing and whatever. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's huge, and they've been everywhere, and I've been blessed so much, and especially by meeting a whole lot of you. Um, my, my heart is big. My heart is overflowing. God is so big in my life right now, and it's because of the work that I've done in BBA. It's because of the work that you guys present. It's because of the message that the God that you have in your hearts that you're willing to share in this way that I don't have to suffer today. I'm so grateful for you for that. So before I close, I'd like to close with, um, it's a third step prayer. Yeah, third step prayer is from my, uh, my native program. But it means so much to me. It says so much to me. My Creator, Izzy Mamadou, please lean close and hear my commitment that I may begin the process of healing. My Creator, I am hurting so bad. Great Spirit, accept the past, the pact I make with you today. I am a spiritual seed. On my own, I don't know how to grow and be happy. Plant me near you that I may grow under your power and wisdom. Great Spirit alone, I don't know how to do this. Creator, mold me and shape me into a spiritual warrior. Oh, great mystery, please hear me. Amen. Thank you so much, Eastlake, for asking me to come and share tonight. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. May my creator come into this room right now. Bless each and every one of you from the tallest to the smallest, from the biggest to the smallest. 
every which one of you, may your journeys from here be on that path right out there at that window that I think is the most beautiful thing ever, that sun going down. As the last thing in our workbook says, walk with God. I'm Donnie. I'm a grateful alcoholic. Uh, my name's Arlene. I'm an alcoholic, a drug addict, and uh, when I got here, I found out I'm also a codependent, which has been probably the biggest pill to swallow, because <clears throat> Latinas just don't like to admit that. Um, God, wow. Uh, we just did our third, our third step, our prayer, and about, about a month before getting into the third step, I had been profoundly praying, you know, for, for God to kind of help me with some of my, my struggles because of my codependency and also with uh, some issues with my oldest daughter. Um, I don't know whose daughter she is and where she got her feisty attitude, but, um, but it gets pretty ugly between the two of us. And... Um, I, this weekend, you know, after doing my prayer, um, I went home and I, I, I haven't been able to sleep since I started BBA unless I listen to something gospel. Because I, I hear a lot of whispers, but they're not normal whispers. The only other time I heard these whispers and graspings was when I gave birth to my youngest son. And I, I had to keep praying to keep those, those whispers and, and the screeching noises away from me. Um, so I, it's, that's the only way I can go to sleep. And that, that night, I, I just played a random Joel Olstein service. And, um, and it said, he, he talked about not just asking God, to help us with our problems or to lift our problems from us because we're always going to have problems, but to invite him in to our problem and walk with him and, you know, through that problem, let him kind of mold us and, and, you know, come out of that problem a better person to do his will. So I kind of did that, and, and one big thing for me in between all of this was that I, and I was sharing that with Luis earlier, is that I, I really talked to God about having integrity, about not being, you know, our, the Arlene that I've always been, but being someone with integrity. You know, unfortunately, I, unfortunately, I was a very young mom, so sometimes my older children were more like, I was more like their big sister instead of their mom. Um, a lot of stuff that I was doing, you know, was, they, they got more of like that party person instead of the mom. Um, so for me, integrity, it, it, it's really big because it wasn't there for them. Um, and I kept drinking throughout life, but you know, I, I wasn't an alcoholic because I could go a while without drinking and whatnot, but, um, but it was always an issue. It was always there. Um, so that was something that I, that I talked really closely with God about was to want to have integrity and to want to be a woman with integrity. And, um, I just started getting all kinds of calls from different male <laughs> males that have been in my past and whatnot. And, you know, one of them got really violent because I, you know, said, well, you know, today Arlene needs to love Arlene. And Arlene needs to respect Arlene. So I can't go back to where I'm not respected or loved or cared about. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but I did because that's what I felt. And then I, I, you know, right now I, I, I'm in a financial situation and, you know, I, I get a proposal to supposedly be able to make extra money. Um, 
as a business thing, kind of, you know, to go out and, and find certain places that, are, that, that have construction going on and, and let the person know and I'll get a cut from the commission if he makes, you know, the, seals the contract. So he said, you know, we'll, we'll meet uh, for dinner somewhere and we'll go over everything and, and I'll kind of show you what you need to look for. So we do, but in between the, the dinner, um, the proposal just went somewhere it just it just went somewhere that it shouldn't have gone and it really like out of everything because i i had talked to my son about having to mend things with my daughter but that really like that really hit because i felt really vulnerable you know you you see a woman and you see her struggling and how easy it is for a man with money to say hey I know you're struggling. I can see you look at your car and I can give you all that. But what's it really going to cost me? My entire integrity. So I, that, that just really knocked me off my feet. Even more than the dumb stuff the other person called me after I told them I, I couldn't go back. Um, and even that. I realized, like, I, I, I prayed about it and meditated about it last night, and I realized, well, none of this is coming from God. The, the truth, the, the truth being spoken is, but the rest of the ugliness, that's not coming from him. That's coming from somewhere else because of the choice I made with God the day that I did my third step. And, um, you know, like you were saying, the, the power when you see the, the sunset and, and you were sharing about being in the ocean on the kayak and, and just seeing how enormous the universe is and, and all the greatness. And even though I felt really baffled and I just, I was a hot mess. I never look this horrible. I never go out of my house without matching. But I, honest to God, felt so, I just felt so awful about what, that man's proposal was that I didn't even want to look pretty today. I didn't brush my hair today. I washed my face, I brushed my teeth, but I didn't even brush my hair today. And um, I just said I'd rather look ugly than to have any man look at me at, in any kind of improper way. And, um, you know, which is wrong, but that's just kind of what I had to do today. But um, the power of God and being able to talk to him, you realize it's a good thing to have the truth. And he is with me. And now that I see the truth, I, I can see where and what to avoid because it's it's an ugly path. And before, the way I lived before, I, I would have taken things lightly. I would, everything was just fun. Um, I probably would have thought that I hit the jackpot. Um, and who knows what situation I would have really ended up in. So I'm just thankful to God that I can quickly or was able to quickly see and hear the truth and and just be able to flee from that situation and that within itself is is very powerful especially when you feel so vulnerable as as a woman that's struggling and happy 24 hours thank you Anika. yes all right i'm charging i definitely don't need that tom i'm an alcoholic and a drug addict oh yes I've been looking forward to this, seeing these people. I have so much love for these little squares. And now they're actually human beings. And um, I'm sorry I missed the first part of your share, Donnie. I was doing coffee urn curls. Um, so <laughs> I'm still sweating a little bit. Um, the shirt says it all. God's got this. Uh, my stepmom gave me this because uh, you know that that's true for me. Um, the fact is that my life is, is a complete wreck. Um, I had a 20-year career that I just drank and meth out. Reputation crumbled. Um, reduced to setting up parade ropes at Disneyland for 17 bucks an hour. Not exactly what I thought I was going to be doing at my age. But the amazing thing really is that that's okay. I'm, I'm actually starting to get to a feeling of like, it's a fresh start. I got no kids, I got no mortgage or wife. You know, what the hell, I'll, go and, I'll work on the cruise line or something. <laughs> I'm serious, you know, Disney has cruise lines. So I'm not, I'm not really sure. Um, I know that when I tried to direct 
the show of my life. It's always shitty. Um, I've had to learn that over a few relapses. Um, I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately. It's, it's, what, was, it's what happened. Um, every time I do, I think I'm as addicted to alcohol, uh, uh, running the show as I am alcohol. I love running the show. And I will run the show into the dirt over and over and think, oh, this time I really got it. This time I really, really got it. Um, and there, there's part of me that would rather die than give up that control. You know, yes, I died a miserable alcoholic death, but at least I was in charge. <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm coming up in a stagecoach to a cliff that I'm going to get bashed into to, to smithereens on the bottom of this canyon. And I'm, I'm riding, of course, I'm steering. And God's in the shotgun going, dude, um, maybe just for a second, you might want to let me, you know, kind of steer. Fuck no. Oh, excuse me. Um, there's part of me that would rather ride that stagecoach and just smatter into smithereens in the canyon than to give up control. Um, but I've been brought to a place where I literally have no choice. I've been, I've been reduced to God. <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way it feels, but it's such a beautiful thing. Um, I have no idea. Uh, it's, for me, it's, it's, been, it's been a now to now to now thing. Um, because my finances are so totally unpredictable, um, six months down thinking about rent, retirement, are you kidding me? I will freak out completely. So it's just, God, are you running the show right now? Okay, what would you like me to do? Oh, change my dad diapers. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to need some power for that because I don't want to do that in the slightest. And I literally have reduced it. It's become so simple. I'm either doing God's will right now or I'm not. I'm either running the show right now or I'm not. You know, there's no part running the show for me. I th either I'm grabbing back the reins and riding off that, that into that cliff or I'm just letting God run it. Um, I'm really sorry that I missed the beginning, but it's so great to see all your faces that I love. Thank you. Okay, my name's Renee, and I'm a recovered alcoholic. Renee. And it is so awesome to be in a live BBA meeting. Right. Um, yeah, I was in prayer, and um, you know, I just felt this light come in. And you know, for me, as a real alcoholic, it's been a long journey. Um, I've known I was a real alcoholic. Well, no, I, I knew I was an alcoholic, um, very young. Um, you know, I got to BBA, well, first off, I want to say, Doni, you're amazing. <laughs> that was an amazing share. Doni's my sponsor and started sponsoring me in October of 2021. And what had happened is I did a geographic from Southern California to Northern California to be with family. And, you know, I got 16 years um, a reprieve. And I was very sponsor-reliant, steps, you know, the steps do for me what I can't do for myself. Mention God, I'd cringe. Mm. I was in bad enough shape. I was told I'd get on my knees, and I did. And I was willing to believe. And but like Tom says, it's wishy-washy, you know. I was willing to believe. And, you know, I left a 21-year marriage, drunk, and that I should have left sooner, didn't have God in my life, you know, didn't have the ideal just lost and what had happened is 11 years of trying to stay I end up um, you know I started taking these yoga gummies for you know for because you know yoga and uh, you know, I ended up you know weekend with the bag with the, the drugs and 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 what happened is I ended up in a whole lot of pain and I uh, you know just sat there and I did not want to be on this earth anymore and I said really God I've been trying a long time 30 years I got introduced to AA and um, you know and I didn't want to be here anymore and I thought this has been a good ride that 16 years was a lot of healing and you know the steps you know did do for me what I couldn't do for myself but and I looked at my cat peaches and that's my child I don't have children I said I can't leave her and so I got to mainstream AA and you know, one more time, I'm trying and hit hit uh, spun out at 60 days sober over a hymn. God did for me. God did it for me, and just hit my knees crying for a week. And it wasn't even about him, you know. And I just and um, you know, for me, my experience is God showed up, and He showed up big. 
and I laid there with him, and I have not gone down the rabbit hole since. And I'm very fortunate for angels in AA that love you, whether you're drunk or sober. And I, my best friend, Michelle, knew me when I had more time, you know, the time thing than her, and, and never loved me any less when I was drunk and struggling, and said, why don't you check out the BBA? And I did. And for me, I heard the depth and the weight immediately. And I could breathe. And Tyler gave me Dhoni and the transcribing. You know, I, I'm one of those, I look at the book and I'm, like, I'm all over it, you know. Yeah, the jaywalker, you know. <laughs> you know, I walk a milk and the whiskey. Yeah, everything. I'm all over it. But I had never, you know, it would just, you know, you know or the retire at night. You know, I had read... I had heard we, we review our day, and for 16 years, I'd beat the shit out of myself at night. Because I'd go, how did you look? What did you do? And so anyways, to sum it up, when I got to BBA, you know, I did the work, and, it was, and I did a solid step one like I had never done before. I have not had the desire to drink or use, and God has already rocketed me into the fourth dimension. With that said, I'm a guppy around here, Luis, you know, and I'm learning, and, and, and um, God has, has it's, God is everywhere, and I stay close, and I don't have to be perfect today, you know? I get to show up, and God has given me back, you know? Not that, like, Tom's talking about the money, and all, you know, you know, I left a marriage and ended up, I'm paying spousal support, you know? <laughs> You know, and you know when you're when you're doing doing the drugs I do, and, and you're not making good decisions. You're not showing up at court, and you know. But but the thing is, um, I I don't know. That's why I don't like to share. And I was praying. The biggest thing for me was setting everything aside. Doni lovingly told me set that. I was trying to stay clean off a six a, a experience, and 16 years, and it was killing me. And I did it all the time, and I just felt like velvet. Set that shit aside and have a new experience, and I did. And I'm so grateful for BBA. Um, it's, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I always don't always think I articulate well, as well as the Toms and the Donnie. And Tom's always going like that. And you know what I'm learning? The biggest thing is just to be me, that I'm okay just the way I am. And I didn't feel like I, like I was okay, you know, just to be me and not have the mask on. And so I'm, I'm growing in that understanding and effectiveness and, um, and, and live in page 84 to 88 every day. Mm -hmm. And um, it's beautiful. So it's really good to be here with you guys. Hey. 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 My name's Michelle, I'm a grateful recovered alcoholic and drug addict. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is just like, so amazing, and I'm so grateful to be here. Doni, thank you so very much for sharing your experience, strength, and hope, allowing me to get to know you and to spend the time that I've been able to um, since we've been here. It's been a gift, and um, oh gosh, to be here in person is just absolutely amazing. Um, I was separated from alcohol, right, um, April 11th of 1998, but I wasn't separated from insanity or the spiritual malady, and I didn't get the memo. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, okay. And, um, you know, I had been in touch with Tyler way back when, I guess you guys were using the idiot's guide, yep. mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and I had to learn how to download the MP3s because she would come here or Wednesday, I don't know, one of those days, and and they would be recorded and they'd get downloaded. And so that was the only thing that was available at that time. And I'm in Northern California and I'm like, you know, I need a spiritual experience. You know, I had a, a surprise baby in sobriety and um, I wasn't a well person and I couldn't go to the meetings. You know, I couldn't, you know, sponsor all the women that I was sponsoring. I couldn't do, do all those things that I was told that I needed to do to stay sober because I was sponsor reliant and I was meeting reliant. And, so fortunately, I got to work the, um, you know, BBI grabbed some of my girls. I said, here, we're going to get this book. My sponsor had given me this book. She said, here, somebody gave this to me. And, um, you know, by the time I got to um, the unmanageability section of it, I realized, Tyla, I got to do this with somebody. I'm not going to be able to keep doing it like this because, I mean, God gave me brains to use. I knew there was going to be a fifth, and I needed other people who were doing this kind of work to be able to hear that kind of a fifth because I hadn't even gotten through the unmanageability part. And so it took me 12 years to be able to get to BBA. 
whether because there was a workshop that was going that I was too late for or somebody wasn't available or whatever, and it happened right on time because I was just 23 and a half years of being done when I got here and not done with everything outside of there. I was done with what was happening inside of me. I got a really good life. I've been the benefactor of excellent sponsorship and we have great Alcoholics Anonymous where I am. We talk about God and we talk about the steps and we talk about the solution all the time. Um, we're not afraid to drop the G-O-D word that it might run you out of the rooms because we know what happened, right? If you need a drink, we'll be the first person to take you to get a drink. We're not your solution. We're not going to take your solution away either, but we got one for you. And so coming to BBA, you know, the best idea that I had was that my family would be better off without me. And so not that I was going to kill myself or anything like that because I'm too narcissistic for that. <laughs> Uh, but I just thought that it'd be better if I left and that scared the shit out of me because I knew that wasn't true. I knew it. My head is saying stuff that my spirit knew that wasn't true and I, I didn't know what to do and I called Tyla desperate. And I said, I don't care what you have to do, Tyla. You know, she's like, well, you know, workshop's going to start. It's too late, you know, because it was August. And I said, Tyla, I don't know if I can make it till August. But I'll wait. That's what God would have me, or I couldn't wait until January. I said, but that's what I'll do if that's what God would have me do. So I finished working all of the um, 12 steps through BBA. She hooked me up with somebody the following week, and we just got busy. I went through COVID. I went through all of all of the stuff that happened, and I, I only had to reschedule three appointments. Well, my daughter had COVID. My husband had COVID. My daughter had COVID. I had COVID all within three days of each other. You know, so... Um, and what has happened inside of me is that there's been emotional displacements and rearrangements and the thought that comes to me that I've ceased fighting anyone and everything, dash even alcohol, mm -hmm. is as a direct result is that I'm no longer living on self-will because it can hardly be a success because on that basis I'm always in collision with something or somebody, even though my motives are good. And so God has changed me from the inside out, and I'm so very grateful. And I also get to share this now with other women. And um, thank you guys all for being all here. Right. Um, I'm Isaac, and I'm, I'm an alcoholic. Hello, Isaac. Um, I, I didn't plan to come here tonight. And then uh, I started fighting with, with anybody and anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I was, I was just like, what's, and then I was like, oh my God, there's a meeting. Um, and so I, it just kind of clicked in my head like, oh yeah, well, I should, I should go to this meeting. Um, so that's, that's a great topic. It's, it's exactly what I wanted, what I needed to hear. Um, I've been kind of trying to like, uh, like the world doesn't have to change for me to be okay. The world doesn't have to change for me to be okay, right? Now. Um, but I like the, the we cease fighting anything or anybody. Um, and the, I love the analogy that heading heading off the cliff. I think that really kind of puts it in perspective for me to, especially to kind of take it back to kind of the how I came in here, right? Um, I think as as I separated from kind of the just coming in to, to where I am now, right, the, it took me like a couple of years to even, to, to have like a real powerful spiritual experience um, and, to, and to kind of see that God is everything, right, that God is all around us. Um, but I think at the same time, like it's really easy for me to, to, to try to run the show, right? To, to be like, ah, oh, this is so good. God really set this up just nice. Um, now, you know, I've got a plan. Um, <laughs> um, and that's a weird place to be in, right? Because like, I feel the connection with the universe and I feel like, you know, I feel the presence of God and, 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 and then kind of as soon as I start and then I notice that I'm, I'm getting angry or I'm getting resentful and, and I'm trying to run the show um, and, and I start losing, losing that peace. Um, 
and so it's super cool to kind of get a reminder of you know the 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 where I go wrong um in terms of you know just just God's got this right um, okay that's all Hello, my name is Salvador. I'm an alcoholic, and I am so pumped, man. I love this meeting. All this talk about God and all you guys that came from, that's it's just just powerful. It's really powerful, and it's powerful to hear what Zoom has done for so many of you, man. I mean, the pandemic was was horrible in a way, but we connected with with a lot of people. Me myself, I, I have done with with David a bunch of workshops in Spanish, and we have reached the world. I mean, it's amazing. People in Colombia, Peru, Argentina, all over the world, and Zoom, it's 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 great. But she and, and, and that brings me to, to to what I wanted to share. You know, this is this is my favorite topic. This is this is this is everything for me. I struggle with my spiritual journey really, 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 really hard. I read more books than most. I question more priests than most. I talk more to more Buddhists than most, and I picked their brain, and I was really sarcastic, and I really wanted to find God with my brain, man. Mm-hmm. And I really suffered, man. It's a really ugly place to be, man. And I, God put a wonderful man in my life. He's my sponsor today, and my friend. I have a bunch of sponsors, Luis, my sponsor too. But I mean, I have so many people that I love, and uh-huh. and that they love me today. That you know, I, I take whatever God gives me, and and I remember asking him to say, "Listen, man." What, I want to understand what's God's will. And he just looked at me and said, oh, the funny thing is that God's will has been in your life always. The only thing is you have to open your eyes and whatever you're doing, whatever is happening in your life, has nothing to do with your or your bad decisions. That's the power of God. You see, and it says right there, we cease fighting everything and everybody. Why do I cease fighting life? Today, I understand one thing. Following God is very hard. Just saying, I will follow God if you truly mean it, that means that you have to get rid of your life. And by your life, I mean your ego, your initiative, your ideas, your control, your values, what you think is right or what is wrong. And be aware of what's right in front of you. And the problem with me, and I'm talking about me, is that I never liked that, you see? That's the problem that I had. I never liked that which God gave me. I always needed something different, you know? If a beautiful woman was in my life, I needed somebody more beautiful, or more nice, or more giving, or whatever. If I had money, I've been blessed, man. I was successful. I hear you, brother. I lost it all. I, I pissed out of it. I mean, I, a big career, and I'm in your shoes, but... I have never been better in my life today. So what I'm trying to say is that today I understand one thing and, and thank God we just did the, the third step in, 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 a, in a workshop we're doing in Spanish. And, and what I truly believe is that there's a question in the second step and I think is the most difficult question in the book. And we have to come to ask ourselves if we believe that God is everything or, or else he is nothing. And I always thought that God was something outside of me that I never understood how God was or who God was or how he acted. But today God is everything. And what do I mean by that? Doesn't matter what I have in front of me. Life is difficult if I don't like it. But life is beautiful if I just accept the gift of God every day. On what? On everything. The bank account, the girlfriend, my friends, the meetings, the people that are in front of me. And you know, what I truly want to do, man, I used to work for Wall Street. I like to dress in a suit. I like to talk millions of dollars. I like to make deals. That's what I like, man. That makes me feel powerful. There's adrenaline in there. I mean, there's a rush there. And every time that I, I wake up every morning, what I've been getting today is not that. That's what I want. But I'm not getting that. So I stop praying for what it is that I want, and I just try to look at what it is that I need to do. I have done more workshops. I never thought I was going to be doing all these workshops. I never knew that I was going to be sharing this message to so many people. To see in the eyes of another human being when they tell me, Oliver, thank you for the workshop, I found God through the, through the work. Tears flow. I mean, it's, it's just 
God is really hard to understand, guys. That's all I'm saying. But the minute that, that I accepted the will of God, which is what I have today, there's nothing else, man. There's no rehearsal. This is it. What we have, what I have right here, that's what God is. And this is what my sponsors tell me. Oliver, this is not a rehearsal. This is it. And until I saw that, until I accepted that, don't get me wrong, life is difficult. Life is shitty. Some days I want my way and my way doesn't come. But that doesn't mean that God is not there or that God doesn't exist. So, I mean, I'm just so blessed to be in a meeting today that I heard so many God, so much spirit. I love the feather. I love your culture, your customs, your love, your tears, your share. Touch my heart. Keep on doing what you're doing because you gave me a lot. And God bless you all. And, and I hope to see you in Zoom. I guess that you guys are going to Zoom. Well, I'll start going into Zoom. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else? No? I was waiting for the end, but I am David and I am an alcoholic. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful miracles. Look what God is doing for us, my goodness. Oh Lord, have mercy on our souls for crying out loud. And how wonderful is uh, Donnie, my goodness. You get, you get me goosebumps, you know, still, still do. And you know what is, you know, when I'm thinking, when I'm sitting down and listening to this, you know, my moment, you know, came really late in life, you know. And I uh, always wonder, wondering how this thing will, will, will hadn't been, you know, if I find this, in this program in BBA many years ago. You know, but God has always come in the right moment, you know, because, you know, you are a miracle. You just described your miracle. I am definitely a miracle. I had no idea how I am talking to you right now because I drank so much, so much alcohol, so much booze. I did so many crazy things that I know now what, I'm, what I am here, but I didn't understand this before, you know? This is what, I, you know, when I come to this, these meetings and I hear what you ladies and everybody saying over here, I just get full of energy, full of power, because that's where love is, but that's where God is, love. Look, I just met you and I love you. And I love these guys, and I could never say the word love before, not even to my kids, you know? And now I, I say it to everybody, to guys over the phone, you know, in person, and out, out loud, you know? And for the, this, these things will not come out of my mouth before, you know? So I am a, a overwhelmed with, with pleasure right now, you know? But you know, like Oliver was saying, it's not easy. If you don't watch out, if you stop coming to your meetings, if you are not, you know, putting some action into this program, it's very easy to forget these things, you know. The ego, the devil right in front of you, right in your shoulders, you know, that I have it all my life with me, is right there, just waiting for a little thing like this, you know. And with as little snap like that, you will be down the hole again, and you will be, you know, like the program say, if that happens to me again, I know that I go right straight to six feet under, you know, no doubt about it, you know. So, you know, these sceneries that you are seeing, that you, that you are, uh, they described today when you came to California, you know, I miss all those things, you know, and now I am taking the advantage of this, you know, I, I, every day that I go to work, I take four different ways just to see the sceneries, just to change, you know, flowers, you know, even nice houses and mountains, you know, and I never appreciate that. You know, you see the ocean and, and I love the ocean. Every time that I go, you know, to my in-laws and, you know, and I came, coming back, my daughter most of the times is with me and she's always asking me, where are you taking the long road? And I say, it's not for me, honey. That's the shortest road for me because I like to look at what I see, you know, not taking the same road all the time. 
And, uh, and this is what I get here. Love, unconditional love, you know. Because, you know, in the program, you know, they, they're telling you, imagine one day without God. My goodness, it's impossible for me because I live with God since I, I, I get up in the morning till I go to bed at night. And coming over here and hearing what I'm hearing, it's just so much power, so much love. It's a blessing in disguise for me, you know. So thank you, guys. Hi, I'm Luis. I'm an alcoholic. Tony, what a beautiful share. Um, outside, before the meeting started, I got to share something with uh, three of the ladies that were here, which was, I said, um, God let us know that you were coming. And what I meant by that was, we launched almost a year ago, and there was 45 people here for, for that launch party. And then Delta hit, and that very next weekend, we dropped to 11. And at some point, I was sitting in the back, just counting the number of people that were still here, and I had doubt. I was like, did I mess up? Like, did God really put this vision? Because there's been two years of prayer for this space to open up. When I first got to walk in and help paint the garage door, that was uh, June 2019. And I saw this amazing place as it was being remodeled before it was open to the church. And I was like, wow, it'd be awesome to have a meeting here. But I didn't think it was possible because at that point the church was hosting a different recovery program, which pretty much locked us out, us AA 12 steps. So I didn't think it was possible. And um, then the Delta thing happens and I'm sitting there praying and then God says, it's not going to be about the number of people that are in this room, but it's going to be of the impact that you guys make as a result of the podcast that the group had already uh, approved for us to record and publish online, that we were going to reach more people beyond the space. And then we just had to trust and just just keep plugging away and keep coming back and just opening these doors. And, and so, and then the second part was, and people will come as a result of hearing these podcasts, of being part of these Zooms, of extending these invitations, and they will come. Because I had seen that happen at Old Town. I had seen it happen at Old Town, which were no, that space isn't open, but that space, I mean, in, in the summers, it was like 200 plus people there. And so um, that's what I meant to where we knew you were gonna, you, we knew you were coming, you know? Uh, God opened this space. And so when the, in uh, October, 2020, the church asked me to be part of a different recovery group. And I took it to prayer and I finally let them know that like Friday nights is family night and I, and I can't give that up. And then all of a sudden, I just, they kept saying, your community, your community. And I just said, you know what my community needs? We need a, a, a lunch meeting uh, where, and I pitched them and they're like, what's going on? Like, we're trying to recruit you and you're pitching us on a BBA thing that they don't even know about. And, but they were like, we're not saying no, we're just need to take it to prayer. And so Tom, thank you so much today for helping us with the coffee. I know it was a mess. The topic today was cease fighting anything or anyone. And you know, uh, my plan was to get here early and I pretty much got to the high school realizing that I forgot all our coffee supplies. So I had to go back home. And then uh, it's, it's, this meeting has taught me to just trust God and just go with the flow, you know, trust that God has it. And, um, and so, uh, and the last thing I say is, uh, no, I'll say that privately, but thank you so much for all of you being here tonight. Thanks. Thank you. Octavio Alcoholic. Octavio. <laughs> yeah, Octavio, um, you know, um, when we came here, Louis, I know he shared about the first day. Um, I came here because of her and my sister, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to give her a minute because I know she's going through a lot. Um, 
and she got a lot in her life, you know, but the same thing, you know, like family just stressed the hell out, right? And I know that when people are ready, they're ready, but then one thing I learned the problem, you just gotta keep reaching out, reaching out to it's the right time. I know today helping my father out, projects at the house, Literally, I went over to the house and just said, Dora, you got to go to the meeting. You know what I mean? Like yesterday, she's lost, family trying to look for her, and God keeps saving her, you know? So I just want to give you a minute. I know it's kind of like on the spot, you know what I mean? But I, I'm really thinking. Okay. I'm Dora. I'm an alcoholic. Thank you. Yeah, I came to a. Um, I don't know, 30 years ago, my brother brought me, you know, and, and I've been sober, you know, I had four years of sobriety at one point, um, but I just lost my way, you know. Um, I gotta say, God has always been there for me, you know, I was, grew up knowing God, you know, I'm very thankful for him. Um, I just gotta put him in a little box for a little while, you know. But, um, because I was been there, you know, I should have been there by now. And, um, I'm very grateful to family, my brother that's been here for me all the time, no matter what. And um, it's been a very hard year for me to come back after a loss. Mm. My partner, you know, he got murdered. And it's, mm. it's been hard. But I know I want it, you know. I want sobriety because I know I need it. And I just, I want it. As much as I go get it, you know, I just keep falling. And these couple of days, I've I just been in blackout, and I can't, I can't seem to snap out of it. Um, so I reached out to my brother, and I don't really do that. I really, anyways, I'm very thankful to be here today. Welcome. Thank you, and um, I'm just grateful to be here alive today. Thank you for letting me share. Welcome, 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 welcome. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe at eastlakebba.com. You can also help us reach others by spreading the word about our podcast. Thank you for joining us today on the East Lake Big Book Awakening Podcast.